Attention golfers, if you're looking to upgrade your game with a set of high-quality clubs that are blazing fast, beyond forgiving, and beautifully made, check out the all-new PXG Gen 6 Golf Clubs. Not only are they easy to hit, they deliver outstanding distance and incredible accuracy, lowering your scores and bringing you more fun on the golf course. What more could you want? Schedule your Gen 6 fitting today at pxg.com or by calling 844-PLAY-PXG. And we're back. Stripe Show Podcast. On a Tuesday, I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Hope you're off to a good start this week. Appreciate you tuning in yesterday. All things Keegan Bradley yesterday on the podcast felt appropriate. Six wins now on the PGA Tour after winning the Travelers, which probably felt like a major championship to him up there from uh, where he is from, Vermont, went to school at St. John's. Some interesting stuff yesterday. Go check it out. Talked about uh, his progression with his putting, which is nothing short of just a great story of perseverance and determination of teaching himself how to putt again since he couldn't use the belly putter, the impact that Aimpoint has uh, had on his putting, and then a little look at his swing. So he's in the field this week. Got to look ahead. Rocket Mortgage Classic this week. Joining me from home today. That's got to be nice. Keith Stewart, how are you, sir? I'm doing well and enjoying my own bed for sure. Um, yeah. How about what is the likelihood that that putter that won the U.S. Open also won the Travelers? I mean, <laughs> is that the hottest item in all of golf right now or what? Yeah. Sometimes you just have to go back to what works, right? I mean, it's just yeah. the way it is. And, um, I tell you, I, his putting stroke, when you anchor it into the belly, now, however you feel about that, that that's not the point here. It's been banned and it's not coming back. But, you know, Keegan, when he was young, he, of course, anchored into his stomach, and that's the way he yep. always putt. You know, and, and he did it within the rules, and then all of a sudden the USGA is like, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, now i got to reteach myself how to putt. And you look at the way he, the style in which he, putted last week and has been in that lead risk condition and how different it is to belly putting. I mean, he, he retaught himself completely. I'm talking shaft lean loft on the putter face, the way the ball is going to come off the face, the ball speed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It all had to be rewired. It seems like easier said than done, right? Oh, he's a world-class player. It's not, not when you're out there trying to win golf tournaments and make a paycheck against guys that, uh, that know how to putt. I mean, he lived in the red, as you know, Keith, for years, yeah. strokes came putting. And uh, he caught fire, plus seven, and uh, and blew that field away. I would even argue that the way that he putted had an impact on his full swing. Because if you look at the way his posture, when he approaches the ball, um, it's almost like he's anchoring the, the butt end <laughs> of the club. I mean, honestly, for a guy that's that, he's ankle. a big dude. He's a big yeah. dude. And, oh, yeah. Hey, congrats to him, because he's had some big wins. He's obviously mm -hmm. won a major, but I mean, 2018, the, the BMW, yeah, he's won a WGC. He's won a FedEx Cup playoffs. FedEx Cup. You know, he's won twice this season, this wraparound season. So um, overall, I think Keegan Bradley's good for golf. So kudos to him. And, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time in New England in my life. And the folks up there, they will remind you all the time they fought for this land. And uh, they're pretty <laughs> proud of their winners. So. Um, I'm sure they're all enjoying it up there. It was uh, it was a fun week in Connecticut, but uh, good to be back with you. Speaking of that land 
in that land that is um, the TPC up there, River Highlands. I've played it. Fun course. We talked about it. Very fun. What do you think of Rory's comments? Let me, let me throw this out there. Rory McElroy after his round, quote, about TPC River Highlands. I don't particularly like when a tournament is like this. Unfortunately, technology has passed this course by. It's sort of made it obsolete, especially as soft as it has been with a little bit of rain that we've had. I've defended Rory. I like Rory. I don't know. This is a tough look for me. Come on, man. Really? This is this is where we're going with this tournament that is a great tournament, elevated event, albeit you get into the 20s and win it, and uh, you haven't won in a while. I don't know. This 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 kind of lands a little sour grapes. I can't I can't defend Rory here. I'll say this much. The beauty of golf, and I know I'm preaching to the choir talking to you, but just for the listener's sake, is that we don't deal with a 10-foot rim and a 100-yard grid every week. It's the variety that right. makes it so much fun. And when someone can win on a golf course or compete like Ricky Fowler the week before, and then he can compete again the next week on a completely different golf course, I have so much respect for those people and their accomplishment and their game, their skill set, the conversations that we get in and out of every week. Um, you know, the, the same names don't pop all the time. And, and I think that that level of variety makes it fun. And, it I, and I think that... Um, and it's not always length. I mean, look at the Charles Schwab and the contest that that created um, versus, you know, TPC River Highlands. So at the end of the day, I think that the fact that golf has all that variety and most people could go play TPC River Highlands from the back tees and, and have some fun. And uh, I'd be the first one to tell you that you don't want to go back tees on Oak Hill. So, you know, after the PGA championship. So I, I think that, uh, I think that, uh, Rory is pressing. Yeah, he is. He, he's pressing. It's, yeah, it's he's obvious. pressing. Yeah, it's obvious. And he's, and he's pressing behind the mic now a little bit as well. And I mean, the reality is we hadn't been in the twenties since the century when it comes to elevated events, right? I mean, you've got, you got Rom at century 20, what was it? 27. It was way up there. Yeah. Um, and then you got Farmers right after that. Homa, that was 13. I'll run down this real quick. Scheffler, 19. Genesis, uh, 17. API was minus 9. Players, minus 17. The Masters, minus 12. RBC, minus 17. Uh, Wells Fargo, minus 19. PGA, minus 9. Um, we had Hovland at Memorial, minus 7. U.S. Open was minus 10. And now you go to the Travelers, minus 23. Keegan Bradley. All right, so there's that's a nice variety. The PGA Tour does a great job with this. It's a nice variety of courses. You've got some guys winning down there in single digits. You've got some guys down there in the low uh, 10, 11, 12, 13. You got plenty around there, 15, 16, 17, 18. And then you got a couple into the 20s. Now, we're going to probably be in the 20s again this week. I'm okay with it. Coming off the U.S. Open, was supposed to be the quote, the world's hardest test, right, in major golf. So yeah. I'm okay with it at the Travelers, right? I mean, I don't know. Rory needs like, I like Rory. I love Rory. I've defended him. But dude needs to take a few weeks off, I think, and just kind of reset, come back, Scottish Open Championship, see if we can clip one of those off. Enough talking, play golf. Hey, there's nothing wrong with a couple weeks off. After last week's comfort in outside of Hartford, I'm good. I'm good with my home bed, you know, <laughs> like let's, let's do it. Come on. All right. Let's... Well, here's what happens. All right. Here's what happens when you spend too much time at home. I'm kind of wondering.
Was that like take one, take three? How many times that did you have to do that? Uh, full disclosure, um, before the background on that, uh, that was my third take. Okay. That was my third take. Yeah. I'd, um, jeez, uh, all those years on the radio that I did the pro show, uh, I did a lot of, um, I've done a lot of lip syncing to um, alternate lyrics to relevant songs that have been created. And uh the background on that is there's a good friend of mine, Sia Najad, who works on the First Cut pod, and they go over um, – it's on the CBS network or whatever. And uh, um, every Monday, he throws out the Strokes Gain narrative and just the most creative, imaginative people post these things on Twitter where they bring together six names for a possible DFS lineup. So there's actually six players in the field like C.T. Pan – Aaron Baddeley was in there, Steven Yeager, you know, so on and so forth. And one of the guys who's a legendary creator of strokes gain narrative themes um, threw that out yesterday. And I, I sent a note to see, and I said, uh, cause his wife's very musically talented. I said, mm -hmm. is Gigi going to do the, the Dido part and will you do the rap? And he was like, I can't touch that thing. And I was like, well, man, this thing was that to me is what makes all of this fun. Mm -hmm. Right. And I will never, no, I'm that serious. was fun. I'm I'm serious about winning and treating the members of Read the Line and the Stripe Show and everything with the best possible content we can give. But every once in a while, you got to let air out of the balloon. Oh, yeah, you got to. And um, if you go back through all my content over the years, I just had tons of fun um, doing some different things. Wolf of Wall Street, Yellow Ledbetter at the Masters. Whoa. I mean, just, oh, yeah. Whoa. Speaking yeah. of Pearl Jam, I actually um, I karaoke'd on Saturday night. Full disclosure, Ooh. for the first time since college, good friend of mine turned 40 here, and he nice. went out, and he pretty much dragged me up there. It wasn't yellow, it wasn't yellow lead better. It was even flow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And I had, uh, there was two or three people in there that came out to me and said, hey, I man, I follow your stuff. Love it. And this, I'm like, no. You know, pat on backwards. Like, yeah. You know, got an Uber home. It was, yeah. That was good times. Yeah, you got to let your air out, though, right? You know, and I haven't. Gotta, 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 gotta let the, gotta let your air out. And sometimes you just gotta sing a song, you know, yeah, I, <laughs> I just got a karaoke and, 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 and sing a song. So anyway, on that note, another city that knows a few, 
you know, a little something about music. That uh, see what I did there? That's Detroit, and uh, oh, yeah. that's where we're going. Yeah, Music City here, baby. We're going. Uh, we're going to the Detroit Golf Club. You just took everybody the eight mile right there. Eric down yeah. the eight mile Rocket Mortgage Classic. I I really like what they've done to this tournament. I remember the first year they took it over from the Quicken Loans. Yeah. And it just felt right. Like they did it. It just felt like I liked that. I liked what I was looking at and I liked the way it felt. I liked the mm -hmm. feedback I'm hearing. And I think they've really done a good job here. And I'm happy that they've got the field that they got. Now it's not an elevated event, but by God, there's some, there's some players here this week. Sure. You know, Ricky Fowler's here. How is he the favorite? Ricky Fowler, Tony Finau is here defending his title. Colin Morikawa, Matsuyama, JT, Max Homa, Tom Kim, Sung JM, Keegan. Like that, come on. Like this, that's that's not a bad lineup here this week for, for Detroit. Seven of the top 25 official world golf ranking, 37 of the top 100. Um, strength of field. You know, I was thinking about this because I, I'm with you on this. Uh, on the narrative there is that I was thinking to myself, other than 2020 out of COVID, is this the best field they've ever had, you know, um, OWGR strength of field wise. And um, as it turns out, it, you know, it was kind of, it, they've all been about the same in the high two hundreds. And then uh, they broke 300 with, um, with the 2020 version. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that people weren't playing golf tournaments that year and they wanted to get as many in, but uh they do do a great job here. And, mm -hmm. you know, Donald Ross facility right there in Detroit. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. It, it is a good spot. It, uh, I, I enjoy this tournament and it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch again this year. And you look at this golf course and look, it's, it's a pretty easy track for the most part for these guys here. They, they're going to hit a lot of fairways. They're going to hit a lot of greens. The scrambling percentages up, you know, we need someone that, is going to make some birdies, right? If you're going to get oh, in yeah. 20s, um, as we've seen in the past, Finau was 26 under last <laughs> year. <laughs> I mean, well, that average four years is 23 under par. So there you go. Damn, right. Davis, uh, was 18 under in 2021. Bryson was 23 under in 2020. And then, and then Nate Lashley was 25 under in 2019. All right. So we look. Got to make some putts. Got to make some birdies here. Uh, you're going to be seeing guys playing from the fairway. You're going to be seeing guys hitting a lot of greens. Uh, pretty pretty straightforward up and downs. Uh, bent grass. Courses 7,300-ish plus. Um, some take the day. Looking at how the strokes gain kind of panned out. Uh, strokes gain putting looks like number one. Yes. And then strokes gain approach right under that. And then... Kind of a tie for third strokes in off the tee and around the greens. I'll give you the floor. Give us some cliff notes here. What kind of player are we looking for? Is this kind of a wedge putt or what do we have on our hands? Well, if you just look at the winners, uh, Travis, I mean, you're talking about some bombers there. So I, I think that um, the numbers like 13 yards over average driving distance mm -hmm. here at Detroit golf club over the PGA tour average. So it's, it's way over the concern that they have for driving accuracy. So when you see Bryson, Finau, Cam Davis, Matt Wolf, remember he was there, runner-up to Bryson, you know, this is bomber central. And even though it seems like it's somewhat of a tree-lined northern Donald Ross classic layout, 
they've done some good work with this golf course. The green complexes are very unique, 5,000 square feet, average green size. Every green has a, has a green side bunker. Um, I just think it's one of the, it's, it's going to be very, I think the travelers was a very, very good from an approach and a putting perspective preview for this week. And the guys are going to let the shaft out yep. when it comes down to the driver. And I, I think that can Brian Harmon win here? Yes. If he has a perfect week with the putter and, and his wedge game, but there's just going to be so many guys that are going to hit the ball a mile down there. And they're going to be equally as good with their wedges. So I, I think, uh, what did we say last week? You need 20 birdies to win. Well, we were only off by seven. Keegan made 27 birdies. <laughs> so I, I guess we got to raise the level and say, you know, birdie or better, you got to have 30 or more this week in order to, to get to 25 under in order to win. So um, I think that a lot of the media, golf betting media, is going to like overplay the putting contest aspect of it. Um, I think it comes down to opportunities. And the more opportunities you can create inside 15, 10 feet come from being as far down near the green as possible, period. Yeah, I like um, that. And that, and look it. at last last year, Taylor Pendrith right there, T2. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of a guy that can get it out there. All right, well, let's, let's find ourselves a bomber. Let's the, find ourselves – go ahead. Speaking of bombers, and I know we'll get down the field in a minute, but I think one of the most interesting trends, and I brought this up yesterday on social media, was that if you look at the winners – Right. So last year you got a guy 12 to one the year before that 150 to one the year before that seven to one and the year before that 250 to one with Nate Lashley. So if the trend is your friend, we could have some fun at the bottom of the board today. So I'm excited to get into this. Let it roll. Let's get some names flying. All right. So we're going to the top of the board here. Rocket mortgage classic. Let's see how many names we can give people today. You ready for this? Yeah, man. I'm going rapid fire today. Pay attention, folks. Oh, We're going to give oh, you some names. We got, a lot of, we got a lot of research here, and I'm sure we'll disagree on more than one. All right, Fowler, Finau, Morikawa, Matsuyama, and JT. Let's stop there. There's your top five in the field. JT still trying to Wait. find some. Just Whoa. trying to find something with the – something. Wait a second. Wait a second. It took you like 35 minutes in the pod last week to get to JT. And now you're bringing up JT like 10 minutes in. What are we doing? Well, right what now, what happened? Got, right now. Did I miss something last week? Man, I, I tell you, his, his head's got to be about ready to explode with the flat stick <laughs> in his hand. Here's what I want him to do. Here's what I want JT to do. I, I want him. I, I just, I, I want him to go up. Aim the face, get comfortable, one look, and hit it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what yeah. I want him to do. I, I'd, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it, just to see it. JT, just have an ad, just let it go. Let it go. I'll tell you Aim what. Aim the I'd face, be, one look, hit it. I'd be more interested in watching those two go to, like, the Jersey Shore and play a mini golf event, he and Scotty Scheffler, versus the four guys they're going to put up in, like, match number 17 that – you know, can't play golf. Well, now you know, wait a that, minute. To me, that'd be entertaining. Now, wait a minute. You're on something here. You know who played mini golf the week before last week, don't you? Who? Keegan Bradley. Oh man, you know they got a lot of sleeper putt putt places up there in the <laughs> in the in New England. You know, hey, Keegan Bradley goes cream. minus four point two stroke scan approach, misses the cut at the open. He hit the ball terrible at the Memorial the week before that, and we're going to roll into Travelers, and we're going to put money on him to win and lean on his putter at positive seven. <laughs> I mean, like, that was golf in a damn nutshell right there last week. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, and yeah. so Keegan was Keegan missed the cut, went and did uh, putt putt with his family. Comes back the next week and wins. So hopefully, you know, JT. I mean, go hit some putt putt. You know what putt putt does to you? You know what it does? Frees you up. Takes the expectations off, right? It's like yeah. aim it, hit, aim it, hit, aim it, hit, aim it, hit. Just let it go. Take that putter with him there. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> R- rumor had it he went low. Oh, jeez. I want to see that card. Come on, <laughs> give it to me on social. So what do we do at top of the board? Are we interested in anybody here? You said no on Matsuyama last week. Matsuyama, his iron game has been absolutely through the roof. His driver, he seems to be fighting it a little bit. Uh, Morikawa still trying to kind of put the pieces together. Didn't didn't hit the ball great last week, although his putting's been at least above average the last couple weeks. Finau is defending. Of the top five, there's no question Fowler is in the most form when you look at it from a complete game standpoint. But we're going to bet Ricky Fowler at 14? Nah, I'll pass. Well, but if he wins at 14, you still win 14 to 1. I know. I know. I'm just not. I can't. Right. I, I'm going to th- – this to me, this is this is one I'm going down the board. I'm going to give you some names. This I'm, I'm, I'm going down the board. What was well, Keegan last on. week? Let me, let me answer Keegan the question. 100 and what? He won for Keegan last week to win. 90. He was 90. 90, the, yeah. So he got back. Okay, so it was 90. Um, so you like Fowler. That's your you're taking him. In I think short I think I'm between. I, I'm not 100 percent there yet for uh RTL readers, but I'm gonna be somewhere between Fowler and Hideki at the top of my card. And Hideki brings up a very interesting conversation because he's hitting the ball tremendously well but the putter has been a little bit fickle. And I started to look at some details because people are going to ask the question. They're going to say, well, like, can the putter just pop? Or do you need to have to like have some form leading up to an event in order to, you know, get to that. And I mean, you just explained it with Keegan. He was nowhere with anything. And then he gained seven with the putter and we're like, whoa. And he's presenting it to the caddy. Like he's a Shogun warrior, you know? So it's like, um, I looked at the previous winners, right. And Finau, only gained in two of his last four starts, one of which he won prior to winning last year. Cam Davis, he gained in four of his four prior starts, right? Bryson, he gained in five of his five prior starts. Lashley, in only one of four. So 50% of the guys came in with fickle putters to this event, and they popped, and they won. So as good as Hideki's hitting it, if all you need is, you know, a somewhat hot week with Hideki with the putter, because as good as he's hitting it, I mean, he's number one in the field proximity to the to the hole. Um, he's going to have 36 chances. He's going to have 50% of his holes. He's going to have legit birdie chances. That's, that's, to me, the harder thing to do than to get the putter hot, as long as you're not JT or Scotty. So I could I could be talking to Hideki this week very easily, and, and Ricky's mm-hmm. just been solid. I get the number's not what we want, but the number is the number. Yeah. And if you want to win, you need to pick the winner and you just accept what they are. Um, yep. So I, those are the two names there outside of that. Um, keep going. I mean, I, I would definitely, I, I think I would give Fowler the nod over Hideki driver was better last week. I'll give him that at the travelers uh, positive 2.5 fish 13th, but you got to get at least you gotta you gotta go at least plus four here, putting at least. And 
you look yeah. at Hideki, he hasn't done that since January at the Farmers plus 5.7. And then you got to go way back another year at Sony when he won positive 7.3. So, yeah, his iron game is so good right now. My goodness. Man, I mean, it is, it is really, really sharp. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I'm coming down the board. Coming right, down the go. board. I'm let's coming go. down the board. Let's go keep going. Max Homa just not playing good golf right now. Tom Kim, Sungjae finally, you know, showed a little something uh, last yeah. week. There's Keegan. He's been all the way down to 30 uh, at this point. Cam Davis, we know, uh, likes this place. He won here. What, what, what Cam Davis are we going to get? Harris English starting to put some pieces back together. Um, he's right now at 40. Brian Harmon, if they could just play the Travelers every single week, Brian Harmon would win probably $20 million. <laughs> Or uh, Sea Island, year. yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. there's there's our second level. Is there is there anybody that we that we like in there? I mean, I think I'd probably I think I'd probably pick Harris English. I'm with you there, and I'm not picking him. So, okay. I, you know what's been interesting? Even in the designated events, when we have these conversations, there's been a theme over the last two months. We've been doing this. We talk a lot about. There's featured guys at the top, and we hit that like 25 to 45 zone, and it's been a dead zone, yeah, for like months. And then everyone gets excited about the Adam Scotts and the and the guys that you know Shane Lowry's and everyone that are sitting between 50 and 80, and 50 and 90. And look, it just happened last week. Keegan at 90. Um, it's just been interesting. That's all, just a trend. But there's nobody there that really. I mean, yeah. you know, I watched Harris play last week because he was playing with Cantley. And uh, the first two rounds, and I just on a golf course, he's one on on a golf course in the Northeast, bent grass greens, you know, all the reasons we might talk about. And it just wasn't sharp. Yeah. It just wasn't sharp. Um, it's interesting with thing. Harris, like when he does, when his game is not really like the approach game. I mean, like he, you go back to even when he, you know, when he won the Travelers, right? Was that back in 2021? He only gained 1.5 strokes gain approach. Um, third at the U.S. Open, plus four points, plus 4.6 there. But Harris isn't that guy that's going to just, you know, he's not going to just wear you out with strokes gain approach. Now, at the U.S. Open, he had a great U.S. Open. He finished eighth, positive 10.3. Even there, I, I said I'd probably pick Harris, but I, I don't think I'm going to pick Harris. I mean, I think he, I do think he's, he's kind of on his way back, but I think if I had to pick my second guy that I circled was, I'll just go ahead and say Keegan goes back to back. I I mean, the guy was so impressive last week. He was unbelievable. I mean, he was unbelievable. I mean, why not? I mean, why not? Right. I mean, I, I think in this second tier, if I had to pick, I would you know, I think I was trying to talk myself into Harris. I'm coming off that. My second guy that I like that's right. I'm going Keegan. There you go. I'm going, I'm going back with Keegan. I mean, for all the reasons we talked about last week that like Wyndham might mentally take a week off or whatever. I, for all the opposite reasons, I think Keegan would love to just play as much as he could while he knows he's playing well and continue to compete. And, uh, you know, over the weekend, he had every reason to not keep shooting zero going around that golf course mm -hmm. and he kept doing it. So God bless him. I mean, he's going to the same style of, of golf course. Um, he's gotta be a top 10 play for sure.
Yeah, he's, he's definitely. Down. Yeah, I think he. Um, I'm sure he partied a little bit Sunday night. You know, kind of rested on Monday. Now he comes cruising over here to Detroit. Probably a little gassed even today. And um, you know, let's let's get let's get rested up and come back out. All right. I'm not, so I'm not so the question is, not in love with anybody there. How's the how's the how are the putt putt courses in and around Detroit Golf Club? Are there any good ones? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I hopefully scouting. <laughs> hopefully he's going to go hit one up tomorrow before he <laughs> uh, before he goes out there. All right. How about Ludwig Aberg? Is it is this you give oh, him man. A, you give him a, you give him a shot here with this? I tell you, I knew there. I knew this was going to come up, okay. and uh, I was going to I was going to counter you and say, all right, you got fifty dollars to throw down. You put it on Ludwig, or you putting it in Austin Eckroat? Oh, that's a no brainer. That's a no. Ludwig. Yeah. Guy's strong. But so is Austin. Yeah, he is. Austin's playing well. I just think ceiling wise, it's it's Aberg. Now let's talk about Austin Eckroth, though. Cause look, yeah. I went last 24 rounds, custom model here. Number one, obviously, is Ricky Fowler. You know, number two is Austin Eckroth. Oh, Austin? Yeah. Last wow. 24 rounds, kind of, you know, factored in the key stats, just like we're talking about, you know, approach sure. putting. Um you know, strokes gained par fives. I put in their opportunities gain, huge stat, birdies, um, key ranges, proximity, 125 to 150, even 100, 125. Kind of waited out and and um, and ran that last 24 rounds coming in. Who's playing the hottest? Ricky Fowler, Austin Eckrode. Yeah. I mean, uh, Austin Eckrode, I told you a couple weeks back, he's, he's, that kid's not scared. And he's not afraid to make, he's not, he, he's not afraid to make birdies. I, I put, Who's made the most birdies in the last 24 rounds? Keegan's number one. Okay. And who's number two, who I do kind of like this week? I don't know if I'll play him to win, but as a long shot to think about, it's Carson Young. Oh, the other Young. Yeah. Forever yeah. Young. <laughs> we should be. Yeah. 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 He's Carson uh... Young makes a ton of birdies, man. Lots of looks. Good putter. Wedge game. We need some work. Um, overall approach rates out okay. All right. I mean, my, you know, if we're, if we're we're looking for an angle, Carson Young is one. All right, Piercy makes a lot of birdies. Last twenty four rounds, Colin Morikawa is fourth, which is which is anti what everyone would think. It's weird. If you, can't, if you can't putt good, how do you make that many birdies? It's weird. That doesn't make sense, right? And he Based missed off the cut last week. Doesn't make sense. Like a lot of mistakes happening there for for Morikawa. I Legit, that's how good he hits it with his yeah. irons. Yeah, I mean yeah. that guy. If if he could putt like Carson Young, he would be he'd be like Scotty Scheffler, but win. You know, I mean, it's like it's unbelievable uh, how good that guy hits it. I let's keep going down this birdie board real quick. Ricky Fowler, um, yeah. Doe, Max Homa, Dylan Wu. Nikolai Hogard's an interesting name this week. Just got into the field. Yep. He was an alternate. Just got in. He, yeah. Uh, proximity. Well, he hadn't. So proximity, 125. Pretty good there. Driving distance. Check. We know Hogard can hit it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He hits a lot of greens in regulation, too, which is, you know, something that when you bring up skill set, um, shocker, folks, Scotty Scheffler last year and this year. Leads the tour in greens and regulation. It's a good stat to have in your back pocket. Um, and Hogard does it. So it's a good one. All right. 
Good so, wedge player too. Hogarth. Good wedge player. Good. Yeah, real good wedge player. So another guy that always rates out pretty good that's just under Eckrote in the last 24 rounds is Ben On. He's 50 right now. Jaegerbaum, 50. Guy that's going to be on the podcast tomorrow. I really like this week. Alex Smalley. Oh, 60. Alex Smalley. Let's talk about it. Let's do it, baby, because he's coming on the podcast tomorrow. He's going to give us full insight on the course after his round and give us some insight on playing some good golf right now. Top 10 last week. Talked about him briefly. Love him this week. Alex Smalley. Talk to me about him. Well, incredible ball striking right now. He's gaining, what, over two or three, both off the tee and not approach. Guy can hit it out there. He can move the golf ball. He's got some ball speed. Um, the putter can be shaky, but, you know, he's been working all year with David Orr. And David Orr was a putting coach before. Well, he was a full swing coach always, but he is an expert in putting. And I think yeah. at some point, all of the work that they've been doing since last October, November, when they got together, has certainly started to cement in his ball striking. Because everyone's been looking for Smalley to kind of show up. But if you look at the last couple, six weeks or so, the ball striking's really been there and the putting needs to come around, but the putter has flashed. So yep. um, could he be Nate Lashley? You know, great ball striker that comes in here and wins. I mean, he's sitting in that range too. He's he sitting in that dangerous range. He's he's what like sixty to one, yep. on your board there. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. He's sitting in that range, and he could score on par fours. Obviously, with that game, he's scoring on par fives. Um, hits a ton of greens in regulation. I Smalley will be on my card. Yeah. He's going to be on my card. Last twenty four yeah. rounds, he ranks out in the top. He's ninth for me coming in. He he's definitely showing some form. Um, coming in. I'm an Alex Smalley guy. I've been kind of pumping him up yeah, uh, for most of the year. I would bet him regardless if he was coming on the podcast tomorrow. He, he's, a, he's a guy that I'm definitely on. Um, now, Chris Kirk is underneath him. He's not okay. exactly playing and going the right direction. Sepp Straka, 60. Ooh. Aaron Rye. He's got good course history. Some- Straka. Yeah, Sep, Sep's kind of interesting here. And then Aaron Rye always seems to check out pretty good when you look at the stats. But is Aaron Rye ready to win? Oh, man. Yeah, on Thursday. Yeah. But we, we play four days Yeah, with pants. So, um, I Talking don't know. Talking about Sep. Sep's got some good course history, my friend. You know? Um, 38th at the Travelers. Yeah, he's missed the last two cuts here, but prior to that, he had a T8 and a T11. Um, he was definitely somebody I'd scratched down some notes on that I was digging into. Um, he looked solid at the Travelers. I saw him on the range. I did not see him, full disclosure, on the golf course. Uh, he looked comfortable. He's somebody that I know a little bit. Um, I was with a student uh, a couple of years ago at final qualifying for U.S. Open, and Sepp was in the group, so I got to talk to him a bunch. And his twin brother was caddying for him, so I got to know him a little bit. Um, they'll have Diet Coke for him out there at Detroit Golf Club. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Um, He's a good guy. Good old boy. Yeah. And um, he is, uh, I mean, he pounds it. Yeah, he and does. He, he won that Honda with his driver. And, um, you know. His driver's been good. Yeah. Yeah. So his I think that Sepp is somebody, again, he's in that 
dangerous range where if you like to make money in golf betting. You know, he's probably what 50, 55 on your board there. He's 60. Oh, oh. yeah. Here's Excuse me. I got to run to the, I got to run to the window. I'll be right back to the podcast. I, I, I think I'm going to sprinkle some money on Sep. I, I had him circled and here's what you have to understand about Sep Strucka. All right. Yeah, give it to you me. know, he can pound it. You know, his driver's good. His short game, I think, is above average. He will make some putts. But Sepp Straka is the definition of finding something in his swing and Ooh. going berserk with it, like, and going deep, especially with his irons. I mean, he goes, there ain't, there's, there's not a guy that'll go negative 0 0.4, negative 1, negative 2, negative 3, strokes and approach, bam, positive 10.4 at a PGA championship and then go negative one, negative two, and then bam, positive seven strokes can approach at Memorial. Well, how about the playoff loss last year at the FedEx in Memphis? Yeah. He had missed like, I don't know, 107 cuts in a row. And then he's in a playoff against Will Zalatoris and he's, he's going nuts. Um, but he's had better form recently. And uh, the approach game, um, he's definitely a better scoring iron player than he is long iron player. And um it shows in the numbers. Yeah. So this is a good this is a good fit for him for sure. And it's shown in the past. I mean, the guy's got two top 11s in four starts there. Um so he gets the golf course. What I mean by get folks is that you know, some guys they try to always put a round peg in a square hole and Sep seems to figure out that he's like, "No, there's actually a square peg to put in this hole and I can I can do that." Think, you know. I, I think I'm going to sprinkle a little on Sep. Um okay. I like Smalley. Like Seth, for sure. Yeah, I'll pass on Rye, Hadwin, Hostler, JJ Spawn has played well here. Yep, good course history there. Taylor yep. Moore, interesting name. Sixty, I see him high as sixty-five. Patrick Rogers, sixty-five. Miscut last week. Yeah. Gordon uh, Sargent plus seventy-five. We go young pup with with Ludwig, Adam no. Shank. We see him. We see him run up the board. Brandon Wu, 80. Doug Gim. I like Doug Gim. Doug Gim's playing some pretty good golf. Now, can he uh, shoot 25 under? Doug Gim's playing some pretty good golf right now. He, he really is. There's no doubt about it. And um, we could definitely put a spotlight on that. But um, is this the is he the player that's going to make 30 birdies? Yeah. Sep can make 30 birdies. Yeah. Right? Um, Real quick, though, Doug Gim. Last, yeah. four, last four tournaments. Hit me. 27th, 19th, 12th, and 15th. Iron game. Superb. I've watched Doug Gim play. Dry, he, that dude can drive it, too. Um, yeah. I, did a, I did a piece with him, was it a year and a half ago? And we went out and played some holes. I mean, Jesus, the guy's, he is the stripe show. I mean, that dude, off the tee, irons, short game, I think is getting better. Um, man, his putter is his, is his weakness. Um, okay. But... I think he has shown a little growth, but no, I'm not betting him. He can't make, he can't get 26. There you go. I'll bet Seth, not Doug. Give me, give me Doug top 20. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's about winning, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're trying to pick a winner here. Yeah. yeah. Anybody in there that you, uh, that, that, uh, you're interested in, in the, in that middle range there? Or should we keep going? I think there's some names. No, keep going. Cause we, we've already highlighted, Sepp and Smalley and um I, okay, so I now we start getting into the Joseph Brantlins of the world, the Justin Suh, Davis Riley, Hubbard, you know, will get some play. Um 
What about Nikolai? Sure. What about Nikolai Hogard or Sam Stevens? I know you. I know you're you're big on Stevens. How about Thomas yeah. Dietrich? Dietrich, you know, will be up there, but can he win? Is a whole different story when the pressure hits come Sunday. <clears throat> In that range, um, so you bring up Doug Gim. Yep. And he's the great ball striker and the putting suffers. And then you've got Justin <laughs> Suh and the putting is otherworldly and the ball striking comes and goes, you know, it can be great. Like it was at the PGA and then it can have its moments. So in a week like this, you want Gim or Suh to make 30 birdies. Who's, right. Who can make 30 birdies for me? Yeah. I mean, you got to get the guy that can make it right. I mean, I, yeah, well, but you just said though, but you just said earlier that, you know, it's about opportunities too, right? And about getting it and getting it close. I mean, you look at, uh, let's look at Saw here real quick. Um, well, I wasn't committing yet, but which one do you want out of Gim and Saw? Gosh, I, I think I'd take Saw. All right. I'm Gim. Okay. I'm going to stick to my theme. All right, I think I'm gonna stick to the. We'll call it. I think Saw's so. uh, pretty good. For, I think his wedges are fine. I mean, I think he'll. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Saw, out of that. All right, let me get back to my board here. Hold on. Look at how, how look, look at Tom Hoagie. Tom Hoagie's down at ninety. How about how about Davis Riley? Look some numbers up there. <sighs> we gotta Davis go back Riley. to Riley. We're going back to Davis Riley. That's what we're doing right now. Because Davis Riley, he's at ninety, right? Or right around there, depending on the board you're looking at. So there's a guy who I'm out. He, can he can make 30 birdies for sure. He's in the 30 birdie club and he pounds it pound for pound. He pounds it. I remember negative, watching him. negative 5.5 strokes. again approached last week. Well, that's what, that's what Keegan was <clears throat> about that. Keegan was negative 4.5 the week before, before he won. What was his driver last week at travelers and his putter? Right, good. Positive three two, positive six two. Yep, because it's it's the approach game is going to be masked this week. That's why that's why it's almost equal to that of off the tee. If you look at the four winners and their averages over the course of those editions, right? So, at the PGA Tour, I like to think everyone can hit the green from 125 yards, right? So proximity to the hole, I get all that, but a guy like Davis Riley in that range um, who gets the driver in play and has the putter. I think that's more of our blueprint this week. All right. You, you yeah, agree or disagree? That's interesting. No, no. I think it's interesting that they're going to, because they know they're going to push it down there, right? They're going to, they're going to oh. push it down there. What's the weather look like? I haven't probably going to be hot. Ball's going to be oh, going there. Ball's going to be flying. Yeah. yeah we're talking, High 80s. Now, they're making a big deal about the storm, and they should for safety purposes and the work that the crew is doing, but they got about oh, an inch of rain on Sunday night with some wicked storms that knocked some trees over and such. But in June, they've they've gotten less than two inches of rain, so the golf course is going to be perfect. Um, they're supposed to get a little rain this weekend, but it's going to be hot and humid. The ball is going to be flying. I mean, it is not going to come down. Taylor Pendrith's going to hit drives and they're going to land in Canada. So it's... Well, why, so why think, not Nikolai Hogard then? So Hogard can he can he, he can bomb it. His he, uh, his putter's not bad. He can, and yeah. his in his proximity one twenty five and one fifty is pretty good. 
Now he's a good wedge player. He flights yeah. it. I've, I've watched him hit some balls on the range at the Memorial. I watched him for about a half an hour because I wasn't familiar with his game. And he really, really traps the ball nicely. Um, All right, so I'll take I'll take Hogard. You take Riley. How's that? In that range, yeah, good. Yes. That work. That work. Yeah. Okay. So I'm 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 on Hogard. You're on Riley with the with the narrative as we've established, driving it off the tee. Driver putter. Give me the putter. Give me some wedge work. All right, we'll yeah. find us another one. There's so now we're getting down into Pendrith. He finished he finished second last year. Um, he's 100 to one. Ryan Palmer's in there if you're interested. Bezaden Hut, Kevin Yu, Lee Hart, Hodges, Nick Hardy, um, Svensson, the Canadian, 125. Well, there you go. Akshay Batia. Akshay, you can ready? Make 30 birdies. He can, yeah, he can go unconscious. 125 to one. Yeah. I think of all the names you just listed, the two guys that can make the most birdies this week, not in the past. You know, but this week are Kevin Yu and, and Akshay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's really what it comes down to. It's just the, it's the accumulation of how low can you go day after day. I mean, it it was just showing up to the golf course last week, Travis, and watching guys. So the first day I walked with Denny in the afternoon mm-hmm. after I watched Cantley in the morning sleepwalk through 65. And it, that was the highest score he, sh- he could have shot. I said, oh, my goodness, this this place. If there's no wind this afternoon, it's perfect scoring conditions. These guys are going to go nuts. And I watched Denny in the afternoon on 59 watch, right? And then the next day you show up, and then Keegan goes, what, two days of sub-64, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, oh, man, like how many times have we seen in our, you know, just watching golf in our lives, not even just trying to – predict anything right where a guy goes sub 64 and the next day he can, he could barely break 70 you know and you, and you get to thinking to yourself like there's only so many birdies in the world to go around well man they passed out a bunch last week mm-hmm. for those for two guys to be 15 under after two rounds on a par 70 is is legit deep yeah and i think i think we're going to see the same sort of thing this week and you really have to pay attention to that birdie you're better list and that proximity list you you know you got to get 36 legit birdie chances. So in your mind, what's a legit birdie chance? What length putt? 12, 15. So we say anything 15, 16 and in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you got to get 36 to 40 of those. We're only playing 72 holes. Right? I mean that's just, it's it's a it's a huge number. Yes, Keegan had 27 birdies, but he probably gave himself 40 chances in that range. And that level of ball striking. Um so that's why that's why I picked Justin Suck in that. Because I think Suck is gonna make birdies. I just went last 50 rounds, he's he's 10th. Is Suck. It's a good point. It's a good point. You know, Bradley's right there at seven. You know who else makes it? Ton of birdies of Scott Piercy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, Morikawa is third. That's fascinating. Fascinating. Really there's is. Gonna come a, there's going to come a time where Morikawa, whatever's going on in his world, Man. whatever he figures out, he's, he, he would just go nuts. Like it could be like this year's FedEx Cup 
where he wins two of the playoffs yep. and then just cruises through the tour championship and wins the FedEx cup. And everyone's I, I got, like, I got to sprinkle a little on Morikawa. I think what just, just what, huh? What, yeah. When I, as we're going through this and I'm looking at, and you really, I think you go back to the top of the board. If I sprinkled a little, it'd be Morikawa. Just my goodness. I mean, there's now driving distance, not the longest takes care of the par fives, tons of opportunities makes birdies just some mistakes in there you know just just some mistakes this birdie list is interesting um as you kind of just push it out you know akshay is is 15th in the last 50 rounds i mean i, I think i'll sprinkle a little on akshay why not man i think he'll i i, I think he he's been close um he's going to bust his driver down there so this field wide open let's go akshay i'll sprinkle a little i'm with you how about tom kim Tom Kim makes birdies. Now we're back down near the favorites. Folks, we're we are not following. This is not a linear show. Just as PSA real quick. Tom Kim, we want to talk about birdies. Okay. Tom Kim. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't see him in the line. Let's see how many he makes. Uh, he's down He's last 50 rounds. He's 37th. Now, good, you know, 100, 100, 150, he's good, right? I mean, he's, he's that that kid with the wedge nine in his hand is is really good. Yeah. Um, good par five approach, score. Approach, yep, good on the par fives, not very long. Limit the rounds on that on that list to 24 instead of, what, you have 50 there, you said? Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of the same names. You get a few that'll, that'll pop up there. Um Really interesting as I'm, you know, as we're going through these picks here, is that you know, last 24 rounds, last 50, you know, who's kind of riding it coming in? Then you you stretch out to last hundred, um, and you look at uh, now you look at the last 24, okay, last 24 rounds. There's my boy Carson Young at two, who I'm going to sprinkle oh. a little on. Carson Young. How about the Wu Tang Clan when it comes to making birdies? There's there. Okay, me? so there's uh, there's Kim. He's now 11th. Yeah, he's he's been playing better as of late. He had probably the best wedge player in the field as of late. Nikolai Hogard nine. Let's go, let's go, Hogard. You skipped over my Wu Tang Clan. How about Dylan and Brandon? Dylan Those Wu, guys sorry, make, yeah, sorry, Dylan. They Wu, make a yeah, million birdies. Those yeah, guys. Dylan Wu's eight. Yep. They make a million birdies. Zhang Do. Zhang Do is six. That's how you say it, right? I think I, sure. I, I think you could get a Carson Young's in, Carson Young's going to win this thing. Carson Young is going to be probably on my on my card. Carson sure. Young's going to win this thing. I'm telling you, Carson Young. I, I'm not. I'm not. 150 to one, right? 160 on one book. Let's go. Let's go. I'm betting Carson Young. I've got my Nikolai Hogard. I've got my Akshay. Uh, and who did I? Who did I miss? Oh, and I got my Alex Small. In the field, right? How Carson about that Young. for a card? <laughs> <laughs> How about that for a card? Uh, well, hey, there was a C. Young that came runner-up last year. So, you know, it's just a different guy. You know, it's... it's. Um, how far how far down the board are we going to take this thing? Dylan I, Wu is 150. I was walking back to the media center last week and he made Eagle on 18. 
on Friday from about 150 yards out. He just hooped it right next to me. I was like, whoa. I tell you, the, the, woo, the, the woo guys make a ton of birdies. Ton of birdies. I say brothers all the time. They're not brothers. So for full clarity, neither are the Polsons. They're not related either. So now, the, here, uh, here's another guy real quick. Here's another guy that can bomb it off the tee. Make a lot of birdies. Will Gordon. Yep. Flash Gordon for sure. But where does he fall last 24 rounds? Pretty good. Actually, he's he's right now. He's 15th. Doug Gim, we mentioned him. He's 18th. Brandon Wu, 24th. Dylan Wu. Oh, excuse me. No, Brandon Wu, 13th. Dylan Wu, 8th. So yeah, valid points on the Wu Kang clan. Valid Look points. at that. I mean, th there's – I think I got to go double Wu top 20 okay. or something okay. this week. Okay. You know? There's Davis Riley down there shooting 76. Uh, he's 36 on the <laughs> uh, All right. Is there anybody else? Do we go? Do we go? Do we go down the board more? Perhaps as we get down into, let's mention some more names. There's Webb Simpson, David Lipsky, Thompson, Hoffman, Novak, Hadley, Willett. So there's a name, right? Hadley. No driver. But the putter is always in fuego. Yeah. Does he have to hit it in the fairway? The guy slings it pretty good. Does the guy, does he have to get it in the fairway? And is he a good enough wedge player in order to capitalize with his putter there? Yeah. Troy Merritt's down there. He's got great course history. Um, just not Troy Merritt reason. does have great horse history. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. 251 Boise State. Boise State Broncos. Yeah. Zach Blair, 250 to one. He made some money last week. Yeah, he did. Could he be healthy finally after what, like a year and a half off of that medical? Yeah. Um, good player. Or Joel Damon is all the way down at Ooh. the bottom of the board. Man, he is struggling right I spent, now. I spent a lot of time with Joel and Gino on Wednesday afternoon talking about a number of things, and golf was not one of them. Yeah. So that gives you an idea. Well, I might be playing golf with Gino when I – go on vacation. I'll be heading back down to the Lewis and Clarkson Valley where both those guys are from. That's where I went okay. to college. And, yep. um, and so the way Joel's playing, they might both be playing with me on, uh, <laughs> on Thursday on, on Thursday when I'm in town. So uh, hopefully he can, he can get some things turned around. All right. Hey, this was good. Lots of names. Yeah. And wow. What a, what a card. I mean, uh, this just feel I'm going, this is a, this is, I'm going berserk this week. It's interesting, interesting tournament. Interesting. It's going to uh, be fun to watch just like yeah, last week. How is. much fun was that on Saturday watching all those guys go low? It was fun, Rory. <laughs> oh man. Huh? You're, too funny. You're great. <laughs> it was, it was fun, Rory. I mean, oh, man. No, stop. Stop. He's gone cold. I'm wondering, right? All right, Keith Stewart hey. at Read the Line. Thank you, sir. That was fun. Always the best. You know what I'm gonna say. Nothing better than being on a stripe show, my friend. See you next week. I got out of bed at all. The morning rain clouds up my window, and I can't see Harry Hall. And even if I could, it